seconds. Bryant for the win. And the 3-2 pitch. Swung on a drill to right field. Doing back Sanders. On the track. At the wall. See ya. See ya. See ya. A home run by Derek Jeter. everybody welcome back to the fans united podcast and we are now on episode seven now we're, we're on a roll with these episodes lately great content for you guys today we got some movie news some breaking breaking news i should say um, <laughs> um not just the mcu and dc but outside that as well what um, yeah there's movies outside of that? Yeah. Wow. I know, right? Um, and we got some sports news. Not a lot, but we got some. And we got our very first interview with my good friend Link. So that should be good. Yay. I mean, I'm not there. Because <laughs> you hate me. But that's okay. I don't hate you, Tommy. Highly debatable. Tommy, listen, listen. You're the broski. How about you tell the people what you're interviewing about? Well, we are interviewing some movies. Like, we are going to go over our top five favorite superhero movies of all time. We're going to talk about console wars with Xbox and PlayStation. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Have you ever hosted a podcast before? God, you're horrible. Hey. Hey. I know where you live. I know where you live. Yeah. You only have a 50% chance of guessing where I live correctly. Ha! Suck it, nerd. I'll just ask your mom. Uh, She doesn't know where I am. Okay, anyways. Um, starting off the podcast with some breaking news. Black Widow director Kate Shortland has revealed that Natasha Romanoff will be handling, handling, I can't even speak, handing the baton to Yelena Belova in the movie. I mean, okay. Yay! There's, like, so much, like, shit going around about how they're gonna do that. It's, like, crazy. Like, they're getting, the theories out there are getting, they're going real out there. I've seen some crazy ones. What were what some of you seen? My favorite one is the, the face swap one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. I love that one. The one, like, the um, the mask thing that she had in the Winter Soldier. Yep. No, no, like a literal face swap. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, not that thing. Yeah, well, the one I was reading was about that, but okay. Uh, well, you already know where I get all my theories. Yep, new rock stars, baby. Yeah. Shout out to new rock stars. 
Um, I don't care how I don't care how they do it as long as they do it. Can you tell me the actor of Yelena Belova? Isn't it like Florence Pugh? It is Florence Pugh. Good job. Thank you. you. You actually knew an actor. <laughs> hey. Anyways, um, so is this going to lead into a new Black Widow trilogy? Assuming that the first movie takes place before Civil War. And while she's on the run, she gives the mantle to her sister. Uh, the movie doesn't take place before Civil War. I mean, Part I think... of it does. It's going to be both. But the timeline of the movie is going to be after Civil War. But I'm thinking with like flashback moments to the like early 2000s before Iron Man. Well, I kind of thought of it like, well, if she's handing the baton, the metaphorical baton, she's going to go on the run with Captain uh, the Falcon, and they're just going to do their own thing, and that's where they end up in Infinity War, while Yelena's handling Biz in uh, her ship, so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Yelena Belova is Natasha Romanoff. Whoa. But just in Florence Pugh's body. Mind blown. That is just mind blown. a couple plot holes, but who cares? Marvel, they'll figure it out. Alright. And some more news that is very sad. Marvel Studios will reportedly not have a panel at this month's Comic-Con at home. Yeah, but they're doing their own thing. So, like, Kevin Feige's probably going to appear somewhere on some website and uh, announce what he needs to announce. Mm, I mean, they did give us a whole Phase 4 slate, so I don't think they can really announce anything else. Yeah, they can there's, there's probably something. They can always announce something. Like a Fantastic Four TV show? That'd be nice. Eh, I'd rather have a movie. A uh, TV show would be better for development. You're better for development. And then, thank you. So kind. Why are we so mean to each other today? I don't know. I think we're both tired. I'm not that tired. I'm just low on energy. I mean, I worked outside all day, so I'm very tired. Yeah, well, I sat on a couch all day, so get on my level of exercise. Wow. Okay. Um. All right. So rumor. The third Ant-Man film is reportedly now scheduled to begin filming in June 2021. Let's go. I know how much. That means we won't get it until like 2022 or 2023. But I don't care. I know how much you like your Ant-Man. I know how much you don't like Ant-Man. Yeah. It's just, it's like the stupidest but most complicated and important movie in the MCU. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's so it's so funny. I don't know if I've told the story in the podcast, but like uh, when I was in high school, my uh, my social studies teacher or history teacher or whatever, he uh, he was going to make us watch the Da Vinci Code. And uh, for those who don't know, that's not the best movie in the world. And it took like a month or two but we convinced him to watch Ant-Man for the first, like, only for the first, like, 10 minutes where they're in uh, 1980s. 
and we counted that as history. And we got to watch Ant-Man. I would love to watch time. a Marvel or a Marvel movie in class. I did. I also did that. I watched the Avengers in my uh, marketing class. But going Um, another rumor for us. WandaVision is reportedly going to have six to seven episodes. It'll probably have eight, because who wants a seven episode show? I don't like odd numbers. No one does. So it'll know. probably be eight, six to eight. Six or eight, maybe. You know it would be better than six to eight? Six to nine? Uh, no, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, ten. Ten episodes. No, ten episodes is too much. Eight. You can get a lot done in eight episodes. Can't wait for the... This is going to be the best show. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I, I really hope? Uh, the She-Hulk series? You know what I hope that is? I hope it's just like She-Hulk like advocating and being a lawyer for like superheroes that are being accused of something and it's just a law show. No, not a lot of action, like Daredevil kind of, except with less action, less gory, more like law oriented. I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be boring, but like if you get some wit out of it, stuff, and if we get some good memes out of it, Sp- maybe Spider-Man Three is looking to start filming in September. Zach, do you remember the twenty-first night of September? Please stop. Um, <laughs> no, but we need the Spider-Man movie now. I want it now. I'm uh, sorry that can't happen. Like, no matter what happens, it's going to be insane. I don't know. It might just be god-awful like the last Spider-Man 3 we got. Stop. Though, to be fair, the last Spider-Man 3 we got was like awful in all the best ways. Yeah, emo Peter Parker. Yeah, but he is. And Venom was. So I think what they did was like. No, nah, it was pretty bad. I don't know. It was a good movie. It's, not, it's just awkward. The whole movie's awkward because Peter's awkward. Yep. And so all the like dancing and stuff he does, it's because he thinks that's what it. It's to be cool, or that's what it, people do to be cool. Because he's a loser and doesn't know anything about how to be cool, so that's why it's hard. Your brilliance by Sam Raimi. All right, I think you're going to like this next uh, bullet point. Dude, you just don't want to hang on any of my topics, do you? No, I really don't. So <laughs> WWE wrestler The Big Show has expressed interest in succeeding as Kingpin in the MCU's potential Daredevil remake. What do you think about that? I think it's a shoe-in. <laughs> I, I think that Vincent D'Onofrio is the perfect casting. So I don't want to... I agree. Shoe-in. Yeah, but if uh, he doesn't want to do it, then I'm perfectly fine with the big show succeeding him. Just but, I, mean, I don't I'm see just, why he wouldn't want to do it. Every time he answers a scene, I'm going to be singing his theme song. And it's going to it's gonna distract me from the movie so much. 
<laughs> but I'm going to love every second of it. I used to have this theme song on my phone. I used to like listen to it all the time. Wow. Alright, let's see here. Um, oh, shoot. Alright, here we go. Uh, Chris Evans has opened up about his post-MCU life after playing Captain America. Quote-unquote, I really miss it. I absolutely loved my time with Marvel. I already miss it. But there's no denying that it's very exciting to just have complete freedom to pursue whatever my creative appetite wants. Yeah. And this first movie outside of the MCU was uh, Knives Out? I believe so, that was a, so yes. That was a, it's a great movie. No spoilers, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was a nice little... That's a movie. I think he's in um a TV show on Apple TV, but I forgot what the title of it was. I forget what it is too, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Hold on, let me look it up right now. It's like uh, saving someone or helping someone, <clears throat> helping oh, or saving. No. You're you're in the ballpark. Uh, defending Jacob. Yeah, I knew it was something with assisting. It had something to do with that. Yeah, but would I buy Apple TV? No. no. I love Chris Evans, but he's not enough to make me buy Apple TV. Especially since I don't have an Apple TV or own anything Apple. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Zach? I know you're a Captain America fanboy. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, yeah, I kind of am a fanboy. But I, it's going to be weird not seeing him in the MCU. And I really do hope that he has success outside the MCU, which I know he will. Um, hopefully one day, when they don't care about the MCU anymore, they can bring everybody back and fight Galactus in the last ever MCU movie. That'd be great. Galactus isn't going to be the last villain. Uh, God, how can get this. bigger than Galactus? You can't A super team, Zach. I'm telling you. The Super Sinister Six. No. You freaking Doctor Doom, Galactus, Thanos, Magneto. Oh, God. You could have the super <clears throat> fucking super team and have, like, all the Avengers. You could have a bigger Avengers moment than Endgame with, like, six different caps, five Iron Men, three Thors. Oh my God. Just go crazy. That'll be the last MCU movie. It'll be, like, five versions of every character attacking the God Squad and villains. Because by then, they'll, they'll own DC, so it'll be Iron Man and Batman. Oh, God. Taking out <laughs> everyone else. I really hope Marvel gets Batman. That would never happen. Not Marvel. I'm saying Disney. Cool. Sorry. I'm saying Disney gets DC. Mm-hmm. It'd be so it'd much be better. So, I know. It'd be so cool. Crossovers, Zach. The crossovers. All right. Um, Chang Chi production looking to start back up in mid July, so it's getting close to starting back yeah. up again. We're we're on what? Today's the twelfth, so probably sure. in a couple days. Well, that's if I mean life doesn't throw a rock in the wrench. Yeah, or if like a meteor doesn't come crashing down and hit someone right in the face. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, 
I can only imagine what's going to happen in August. They have, um, they have production. Like they have footage that they can use to like show off and stuff. They probably have a trailer ready. Oh yeah, no doubt. I think I, they definitely do. The, uh, the lead actor was talking about um, like how they have like cool stuff to show the fans. I think that they need to release the Eternals trailer before anything else. I don't think the Eternals is ever going to come out. No, I think they're done. Or at least they're done filming or close to done. Yeah, but that's going to be like a middle of the pack movie. So we got to get through a few of them before. What comes after um, Black Widow? Uh, Eternals. Oh. Well, then never mind. <laughs> they're, no, they're probably going to wait until because they don't want people losing interest in Black Widow. So they're going to air Black Widow, then they're going to air the Eternals trailer, then they're going to go for that. Just basic marketing. Yeah, I, I think the um, the list goes Black Widow, Eternals, and then Shang-Chi, I believe. I have no idea. I, I haven't looked at the lineup in a while. Hold on, I gotta look it up right now. <laughs> All right. Uh. Okay. Black Widow, The Eternals. Uh, The Eternals is November sixth, by the way. Um, Shang Chi, February. Yeah, that, no, that got moved. That got moved back because Black Widow is coming out in November. Oh, that's right. Damn it! I'm looking at an old one. Man, there might yeah. Uh, Shang Chi yeah. after The Eternals. And then well, all jumbled now. Doctor Strange. And then maybe oh, Black Panther 2 somewhere. Space. Black Panther 2 will probably be the closing movie. And then, no, actually, no, Thor, Thor I think, is after uh, Shang-Chi. Thor is in Phase 4. Or Phase 5. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, they haven't even started. I don't even think they've started pre-production yet. No, they're going to save four for Phase 5, because Phase 5 is like the loaded phase. Yeah, Phase 5 uh, is freaking insane. Yes, Phase 4 is going to be more like plotting the villains and developing characters that aren't already developed, that kind of storyline. And then uh, maybe introduce the Young Avengers, just move stuff along, and then Phase 5 is going to be where where it really takes off. I mean, I'm excited. I really, I cannot wait to go back to the movies. Hopefully, without a mask, because you know, Corona will be you know over with. Um, because I want to see Black Widow. I want to see Black Widow too. No, not Black Widow two. I just want to see Black Widow one. Sorry. (laughs) I I I know what you meant. I know what you meant. (laughs) I don't I don't know if Black Widow. uh, It depends on how the movie ends. There'll be a trilogy or anything. It, I think it might be. Or it could just get the solo treatment. Yeah, I mean, depending on the success of the first movie. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a hit. All right, let's see. Yeah. All right, we got what a you, quote what are you looking from at? actress Janelle uh, Monet. I've definitely thrown it out to their director, Ryan Coogler, from actress 
Janelle Monae on portraying X-Men member Storm in Black Panther 2. Which which Storm is this? Is this the first Storm? Making all the Storm puns? Or the second Storm? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh my goodness, you didn't even do your research? Shut up! It could be um, like a new I'm just trying to help you. Well, I'm saying, like, I'm pretty sure she was a storm. Eh, who knows? I think they might go in a new direction with the character. Yeah, they might. I just, I love the comics version of the storm, where she literally just gives speeches for no reason. She's basically, like, Cap, but storm. <laughs> But she does, like, all of the speeches all of the time. All right, now we're heading over to DC for a couple minutes. Uh, rumor, DC is reportedly developing a live-action Batman Beyond movie. Yay! I mean, they're all over the place with their movies if this does go through, but why not? Yeah, I don't think DC is going in like the Marvel direction anymore. I think they're just going to make fan service movies and just get some cheap money off that. Uh, yeah, I'd be excited for a Batman Beyond movie. Just I could be the uh, so many, so many Batman. I could be a sequel to the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. I could be a sequel Batman Beyond. I think that it could probably, like, we all know we're getting Michael Keaton in the Flash movie. Maybe we'll get the Batman Beyond Batman as well, kind of like a multiverse kind of thing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they're all over the place with their shit. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not in a good place. At like all. outside the DCEU, they're doing the Batman. Inside the DCEU, they're doing the Michael Keaton Batman with the Flash, and then, oh, oh my god, uh, they're doing great. Don't worry about them. It's too hard to keep track. <laughs> they're just making movies, dude. Having fun, getting some money before they go out of business. Yeah. Probably, because Warner Brothers sucks. Hey, they made the Looney Tunes. You know what? I can sleep better tonight knowing that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Ray Fisher, cyborg in the Justice League, accuses Joss Whedon of quote-unquote abusive, unprofessional behavior on set of Justice League. Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable, Fisher wrote on Twitter a couple days ago. He was enabled in many ways by producers Jeff Johns and John Berg. Imagine your last name being Johns. No, I cannot imagine that. What if his first name was John? John Johns. John Johns. Yeah. That'd be crazy. But, uh, I mean, Josh Wheaton, I don't really know anything about the situation, but I mean, maybe. I don't know about abusive. Yeah, 
I want them to go into more detail about abusive because it could really be like you know mentally. I don't definitely not physically. I mean, I doubt he was just punching Gal Gadot all day. Yeah, that that's. I don't know what he means. Hard. It's either physical abuse or like if it's verbal abuse, then I think Roy Fisher just doesn't have a sense of humor, mm-hmm. or because Joss Whedon, he seems like a very loose guy, like just from the movies he's made, from like uh, Ultron. Avengers, all that good stuff. And Justice League, it's very light, but I mean, Justice League was pretty dark, but I don't know, he just seems like a light guy and he wants to have fun. And it's not for everyone. It never will be. Do you want to do me a favor, Tommy? Oh, God. Do you want to read for me because I'm getting tired? <laughs> yeah, we said we were going back and forth and then you just started reading all of them. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Warner Bros. I don't know why it's just not Warner Brothers and Stampede Ventures have set up a Frosty the Snowman, a live-action film that will see Aquaman star Jason Momoa. Hold on, I need to scroll down. Oh, and I don't have it anymore. Okay, um, Jason Momoa voicing the iconic snowman. Why in the world? Why? Because. Dude, Jason Momoa as a fucking snowman? He'd be the most intimidating snowman ever. No, just imagine if it looked like him. He would have all the tattoos and the freaking hair. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, like, muscular and he beats up the bullies. Or, I don't fucking know. Well, it, would be, it wouldn't be, like... I mean, he would just be voicing him. He'd probably be CG animated. Didn't they already have a live-action Frosty the Snowman before? I can't say that I've cared enough to know. I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, I mean, anything is possible. Or I think I might be in the ballpark. I don't know how they would animate it, but would he have, like, legs? A snowman with legs doesn't work. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't even know what they're trying to go for here. Are they trying to get it like a laugh because or is it going to be like a scary thing because it might be freaking scary. I mean just looking at the damn thing. It might be, I, I mean they're pro- they could do the same thing they did with uh Benedict Cumberbatch and the Bridge. He did that, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, they could just animate someone and then just have Jason Momoa talk over him. Oh, you know what? I th- I was close. I was close. You remember that movie? I don't know if you remember it from a long time ago. Jack Frost? Yes, I remember Jack Frost. It was, um... Michael Keaton was the, um... Like, he comes back to life as a snowman after he dies or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, and it just looks so freaking weird. <laughs> well, Michael Keaton just has one of those bad guy faces, you know? Very true. He's just he's just a bad guy. Here, I'll send it to you after the podcast. It looks so scary. Or you can look it up right now. No, I'm not going to because the typing and the computer noises. Yeah. And every time I type something and I guess I hear it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I just try to limit that as much as possible. Okay, I understand. Is the next one a uh, Jurassic yes, Park? Yes, sir. 
Uh, original Jurassic Park trio had big roles in Jurassic World 3. Promises Sam Neill. Time travel. Yep, Stop. that's what's happening. Yep. Jurassic World 3 will feature Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, and Ian Malcolm throughout the movie. Not just in cameos. All right. That just means more Jeff Goldblum for us. We're good with that. <laughs> Everyone's okay with more Jeff Goldblum. I'm excited because I I think Jurassic Park is one of those um, pop culture uh, franchises that, I mean, we can never really get enough of. I mean, I love, I love uh, Jurassic Park. I mean, I have all the movies on DVD, of course. But. Well, I mean, Jurassic World 2 uh, sucked. Yeah, I don't think we're going to talk about that one. But, I mean, after Jurassic World, which was such a, a banger, uh, Jurassic World 2 just didn't uh, didn't do it for uh, most people. Well, hopefully they can have uh, Jurassic World 3 will be their revenge of the set. They can make everything better. That'd be pretty nice. That'd be nice. Uh, Zachary Levi, I don't know if wears Levi jeans, will play Super Bowl champion quarterback Kurt Warner in new biopic, American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. Thoughts? Um, I mean, if it's in the theaters or if it's going to be on like a Netflix thing, I mean, I don't, really don't care. But as long as we get to see like actual like franchises in the movie, because, like they have to get the rights for like all the teams, of course. Like, if you don't get the rights for, like, the Rams or whatever, then I don't want to see it. It'd just be stupid. It would just be stupid. Just like a biopic about Kurt Warner. <laughs> or if you just just like because MJ got one. Thing kind of thing, then do it. MJ was the GOAT, all right? Kurt Warner was good. He won the Super Bowl. Then he got absolutely smacked in the Super Bowl by Ben Roethlisberger. And I think he also lost one to Tom Brady. I I don't know. I mean, I don't think he deserves. I don't want to say he doesn't deserve one. He's a Hall of Famer, but I mean, there's definitely quarterbacks that deserve a biopic more than Kurt Warner. Look, I think it's going to go over how like he started off. like Before he even started to play, he was bagging groceries, didn't think he was going to do anything, went to like a low division college, and then just made up and making the league. Um, yep. Okay. I mean, we'll see. It. It's just, Kurt Warner is a name that hasn't been heard except for on, like, watching football in years. Or, like, NFL Network. Or, like, the NFL Network. So, like, I don't know if people will be interested in that. I mean... Why is everyone getting a biopic? I don't know. Like, Mike Tyson's having one. Kurt Warner's gonna have one. Where's the Derek Jeter bio? Dude, oh said, my god, don't even get me started. I mean, I already know most about Derek Jeter, but I mean, he's got a great story. That would be insane. Yeah. But, like, I swear to God, if I see whatever they come out with and his team is like the freaking ballistic beavers or something like that, I'm going to cry. No, it'll be great. 
It'll be like uh, it'll be like Mike of the Los Angeles Knights, just like the real LA teams. They sucked. Nothing. You can get anything for that. Nothing. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right. Beavis and Butthead returning with two new seasons and spinoff at Comedy Central from The Hollywood Reporter. Zach, I know you're the biggest Beavis and Butthead fan in the world. No. <laughs> uh, then why did you even put it on here? Because I thought it'd be interesting to talk about. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Beavis and Butthead. I have, and it's mind-melting. Like, it hurts your brain? Is it like Rick and Morty hurt your brain, or is it like, just hurts no, your brain? No, it's like, it's stupid shit hurt your brain. Okay. Oh, okay. It, like, I, I, don't, I can't explain it. I've only seen a couple episodes. The humor in it is kind of like, eh. But, like, if they can make me somehow watch it without getting sick of it in, like, the first five minutes, then, okay, you have my attention. Sure. Uh, the popular game Fallout, I think, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, is uh, probably going to have a TV show announced by uh, the people that created Westworld. Uh, well, I mean, 64 games later, now they're going to have a TV show. Here we go. 64, huh? Yeah, they got Fallout 64. Five, right? Fallout 64? 95? Fallout 95? Which Fallout's out? Fallout 76, I think. Yeah, Fallout 76. So there's 75 Terrible Fallout. Game. Terrible game. 75 Fallout. So now they're going to have a TV show. Yeah, not not really, but okay. <laughs> I always get Fallout confused with uh, Far Cry. Yeah, hey, they released a new uh, trailer for Far Cry 6 earlier today. Why? Don't know. Just let the game die. How many animals can you make look good? <laughs> no, no shit on Far Cry. I love watching that game. Uh, but yeah, uh, I know absolutely nothing about Fallout. Although, other than it had like the years of war trauma where the first few were really good and then after that, it just went to shit. I'm pretty excited for it. Though Gears 5 isn't, uh, isn't bad. For the sole purpose that it has Batista in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for Fallout because, I mean, you get to see, like, not only from the games, you get to see the, um, like, the impact of the nuke on the world, and you get to see the families, how they live out their days in the shelter below ground, fighting all those mutated freaking monsters or whatever. Oh, so it would basically be like Walking Dead, but after a nuke. Yeah. I mean, I think that if they made it into a movie, I don't think it would work, but a TV show, like, obviously, like you said, The Walking Dead would be really cool. Yeah. Hey, guess who didn't watch The Walking Dead? Me. Me. <laughs> We're going to get killed for that. Listen, 12, if you go, where did they go? 12 seasons? I, I think they're still going. Maybe. Yeah, if you're still going, you're doing something. 
I mean, just zombies walking at you is not enough for me. But they're still shitting on the show, but it's still going on. So they're doing, like you said, they're doing something right. And I haven't heard any backlash from Walking Dead. So, I mean, they got to be doing good. Uh, you can read this last one, Zach. Okay. Um, so we recently got to watch Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. You had the privilege to see it live, right? You're. Okay, well, I didn't, so I'm a loser. Um, no, my mom's the loser. Oh. Because she paid probably thousands of dollars to go see a show that she could have just waited to see on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> hey, but we didn't know we were going to get on Disney+. Plus. That's the thing. That's, that's true. It's very true. But, I mean, let's go into a little review about it. How's that sound? Uh, Sure. I'm going to be honest, Zach. I didn't watch it. Well, that's fine, because I can talk about it. I mean, I can still talk about it. I remember, like, what happens and stuff. They got yeah. some pops. They got great songs. Lin-Manuel Miranda is fantastic. I think Jordan Fisher's in it. And anything Jordan Fisher's in is legendary. Jordan Fisher's the most talented person on the planet. Uh, you can quote me on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hamilton it had to be good. It had to be better than the one I saw. Where did you see... Uh... Uh, somewhere in Connecticut. I think it was at the, uh, the Bushnell Theater in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Normally there's like an a, a squad and a B squad, but we got like the D squad. Oof. They weren't bad. I mean, I'm just saying like, they weren't the memo Miranda. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he has no reason coming to Connecticut anyway. Nah, screw Connecticut. I mean, just watching this, like, it made it feel kind of like a movie. Like, or it kind of made it feel like you were sitting right there in the front row, which was pretty cool. I like that. You're watching a Hamilton movie, and you think it's kind of like a movie. Did I just say that? Yeah. God, I'm so tired. Um... <laughs> no, it's it's like a, uh, a Grease type. Like, Grease Live. Yeah. That's always the, that's, I don't know, just something about the atmosphere. It's always good to have in a uh, in a musical. It's always good. Yeah, it feels like we were like front row. Um, I really like yeah. the songs. I mean, if there's one thing about musicals that need to resonate with me, like if it's catchy, then I'll be into it. If like, or if I can't like get into it then I won't really pay attention. So you're saying the only thing that keeps you into musicals is the music? Yes. Hmm. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Like if, if the music isn't catchy then I won't be able to pay attention. That's fine. I uh what, what was your favorite character, Zach? Who was your favorite character, Zach? I know mine. I don't I don't know. I really don't know. There's, like, Zach, maybe, just so you know, there is a right answer. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. No, but who's your favorite? Hmm. Uh, honestly, I really, I really don't know. Dude, it's the king. The king is the right answer. I don't know about that one. What? Yep. Bro, who are you? Zach. 
That's ridiculous, dude. There's no way that the king is not your favorite. Unbelievable. You're dead to me. Uh, before I kill you, let's move on to uh, the NBA, who are seriously considering delaying broadcast slightly in order to censor trash talking or bad words by Tim Reynolds. Uh, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I, obviously. <laughs> but for the eight and nine year olds, I think it's a good idea. Let, let me hear them go at it. Let, just please. No, it's not like, I mean, trash talking is, it's probably going to be bad, more bad words than trash talking. Yeah, but think about it. We we would get to hear Mello literally talking trash like he always does. Like when he gets to Rio, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like we need to hear that. I mean, yeah, they'll still hear it. It'll just be censored. I think it's a good idea for the audience that they target. So, I mean, they target everyone, but to buy things, it's normally like little kids and they can't be hearing those type of words. Especially if like LeBron is starting saying like, man, fuck you. It's going to change their opinion of LeBron to make the kids turn on LeBron and that can't happen. Yep. So, it's a smart move. They'll probably delay it by like a minute or two. It won't make that, it literally won't make it No, not really. Uh, all right, I guess I'm going to keep going here. Uh, the NBA is planning to paint uh, Black Lives Matter on the courts in Orlando when it resumes next month. Per Zach Lowe. Hey, he has your name. Yep. Um, I think that it's good for the league. I mean, they're going to get their voices heard. Um, something definitely needs to change regarding the safety about black lives. I believe that they are truly um, discriminated even in 2020, which is very sad and something definitely needs to change. Yeah. I conquer. All right, good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you. Even if I did disagree, I still wouldn't. We would lose, like, all of our viewers if I disagree with you, even, like, a little. But like I know some, better. Like, something definitely needs to change, though, like I said before. Yeah, it's, ready? It's really sad. Just don't be racist. Yeah. Literally that easy. Everyone's like, it's not that easy. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, just don't be ignorant. Like, Don't be an asshole. <laughs> But anyways, before we get any more political. Um... Yeah. Uh, Jamal Crawford, uh, one of my favorite players of all time, agrees to deal with the New Jersey, I'm sorry, New York Nets. Nope, sorry, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yay, good for Jamal. The 39-year-old tank is going to go at it again. He's got a lot left in the tank, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, if you know, you know. Um, yeah, but I call Jamal Crawford the best bad shot taker of all time. And the best uh, pro-am player of all time. Don't add me. Yes, he's the best Drew League player of all time. I mean, you I mean, I'm sauce in those young ones. 
He's the best NBA Drew League player of all time. Yep. He could definitely ball in those streets. He could yeah. definitely street ball. Also has the best street ball handles in the world, or had. I don't know about now. And he's also a really good bad shot taker. <laughs> I I mean, he definitely deserves the spot. He's got a lot left in the tank, like I said before. He's got something to prove. I mean, the last time he was in the league, I'm pretty sure his last game he scored 51 points. I don't know about his last game, but he definitely scored 51. it was his last game. No, it was a little bit before his last game. I don't know. But it was in Phoenix. Yep. And uh, it was a great time. I just love Jamal Crawford. He's just – he's always like – he was always like the most fun player in the NBA to watch for me. Apart from like the stars, he was my best not star to watch as a kid, or not as a kid, but earlier in my life. Just because he would take the most ridiculous shots, and they just go in. <laughs> and like one of these days, you're like, oh no, he's gonna have a bad night. He'll shoot like two of eleven. He goes eight of eight. And they're just, they're all horrible shots. uh, SJ crossover, dude. Yes, sir. SJ crossover. Uh, You got this one. All right, let's see. According to Ian Bigley, it is believed that LaMelo Ball and his quote-unquote circle would prefer to land in New York. Why? I can see it. I really, really could. I can see it, too. Do you remember what happened with Monzo? Stop. Um, I, you know who that circle is, right? Wait, what did you say? You said you know who that circle is, right? LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just LeVar. LeVar. I, I really do think that I can see LaMelo playing in New York. I really don't know why. I can see him playing in New it York. Probably from, all the, from all the 2K reboot builds we do and everyone else does where the Knicks suck they tank they get like the second or third pick and they take LaMelo Law and he's just there for his whole career that's why it makes sense great my leagues yeah I think he'd fit um, anywhere really but uh, of the teams that would have like the first pick Phoenix no wait Phoenix was doing Phoenix is in the bubble um, yep. God, what teams are bad? Pistons? They suck. No, aren't they in the bubble? Um, no, I don't think so. You know who could not use them? The Cavs. Yes. Yeah, do not need them. They have a few too many point guards. Or I think maybe. I'm trying to think. Who needs I don't know what teams are bad anymore. I don't know why. It's just like the Knicks. That's the only team that comes to my head. The Kings are bad for some reason because he's an idiot. You know what? No, I take it back. The only place I see him going is maybe the uh, Pistons or the Knicks because yeah. they need a point guard. Well, oh, no. The Knicks need an everything. The Knicks need an everything. Yeah. Yep. So I go, I stay with the Knicks. All right, I'm fine. So with LaMelo, they might get a free agent if they get LaMelo, because then they'd have LaMelo and RJ. Yeah, I'm in a good young core. Let's see what they can do. Yeah. 
if he does go there. And they have Mitch uh, Robinson. True. Miley, nice. God. Have a little nice uh, young big green to build up from. Uh, yeah. And Julius Randle, if he stays. He's not going to. Who else do they have? They have Knox still, right? Yeah, he's still there, but he hasn't really done anything. Yeah, I I cannot name their bench. Like I really can't. Mario Zazonia. No, he might be starting. Oof. Mario Zazonia is a good player. Uh, keeping with the Knicks, who have uh, fired their all of their coaches, uh, I've been looking for candidates to. Uh, fire the next season. And uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, former coach of the Bulls and Timberwolves, uh, who is like, I think he has like the best winning percentage of all time. Really? Yeah, because of those years with uh, Derrick Rose. And uh, Tom Thibodeau is a leading candidate for uh, that coaching job. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. Do you really want to take a job just to get fired the year after? No. Right. If I, I were Tom Tibbet, fired their coach uh, earlier this year. What was it, Fisdale? Yeah, Fisdale didn't work there. I mean, it really wasn't his fault. I mean, the team blows. I mean, it was kind of his fault. I mean, he was trying. Eh. Well, not really. He knew that they weren't doing well. He's trying. That's all that matters. So Tom Thibodeau does have a uh, a uh, vendetta, a chip on the shoulder. There it is. Because of uh, what happened in Minnesota, the disaster that was. So he's kind of looking to uh, prove himself. I can throw another consideration for a coaching job. Steve Kerr. Nope. Just a guess. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Why? Hey, the man worked with the Warriors before they were a super team and then got fired for no freaking reason. Yeah, because the Warriors sucked. Hey, I mean, they could have kept them and then they would have been God tier again. They still would have sucked. Yeah, they they definitely still would have sucked because Steve Curry introduced the just chuck up threes and pray offense. And the, the two greatest shooters in the league. Uh, that's the kind of offense you want to run. You mean the screen and pop? Yeah, screen and pop with uh, Dre Dre. The Social screens galore. And they weren't all illegal. Just most, I mean, most of the screens in the league are by rule illegal, but I mean, there's a... Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Are you going to announce we're going to the NFL? Really cool. Wow. Um, have reached an agreement on a 10-year, 10-year, <laughs> yep, I, I really did that, um, contract extension that ties him to Kansas City through the 2031 season. League source is still ESPN. It's not that you said 10-year twice. It's that you wrote it twice, too. <laughs> That's what's funny to me. Am I just great? Highly believable. So, um, the Chiefs still have will have money in the offseason to sign another like big star. They Mahomes still have money. 
Yeah, they still have money because Adam Mahomes' extension doesn't kick in for another two years. They're going to sign, like, everybody from the longest yard freaking <laughs> contract starts. No, they can just sign a bunch of old people. They're going to be good. They're always good. The Chiefs are the, they're the big juggernaut. Adam Mahomes is the, is the new juggernaut in the AFC. So, I mean, a lot of old guys are going to – a lot of players are going to be taking cheaper contracts so they can get that ring. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean – $500 million. $503 million. God. Until 2031, when he's going to be 34. I don't even know, like, what the world's going to look like in 2031. It's probably going to have, like, flying cars or something. Hopefully. I wonder what happens if, like, the NFL shuts down. Does he still get paid? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's all guaranteed. He's got to get that money somehow. I don't know if it's all guaranteed. Honestly, I would just sign every player to what the Patriots signed Cam for. Just incentive-based. Make every player play good. That's how contracts should be in general. It should all be incentive-based. It's like a little bit guaranteed. But whatever. I, I can only imagine the things that I would do with $500 million. Well, it's not all at once. Yeah, but just a... Oh, my God. I wish I was good at sports. Making two mil for the next two years. And then the third year, he's getting his, uh, his 50 mil. God. That's like an MLB contract right there. Yeah, that's a mega, mega contract. Yeah. But he just passed uh, Mike Trout. The yep. Biggest sports contract ever. Good for him. He got his bag. Now he doesn't have to play football for the until twenty thirty one. Woohoo! No, he's still he's still gonna he plays football, right? And he's gonna yeah, he's go, gonna go so, absolutely berserk. Yeah. He might honestly. He's got the potential to overtake uh, Brady as the goat. Mm. Just the, I said he has the potential. Right? Yeah, I. I... Depends on how many Super Bowls he gets to. Yeah, I mean Peyton Manning is the third best quarterback of all time. Ish, ish. All right, don't yell at me. Yeah, he well, only I has heard ish. I heard he only ish. has he only has two rings. So, but they also hold all of the records. So, yeah, most of the most of the t- the quarterback records are held by either Peyton Manning or one top three. So Patrick Rollins definitely needs to get on this list, which he's already doing. Uh, good. Dude's freaking insane. He is, honestly. He's he's crazy. All right, and to end the show, the Redskins will be changing their name and logo. Now, some popular um, predictions for the name are the Warriors, the Red Hawks, Bravehearts, and Red Tails. All right, the Warriors are a basketball team. The Red Hawks are a hockey team. The Bravehearts are from the movies. And the Red Tails are from something. I think Red Hawks would be cool. I think this should be, like, DC-based, like, American. You know? We got the Wizards, the Nationals, 
they're all red, white, and blue, and the Redskins are kind of just there. I think the Red Tails, if correct me if I'm wrong, I believe I looked at it the other day, but I might be wrong. Um, the Red Tails, I think, were a squadron of planes in like a certain war. I forgot what it was on the U.S. side. I forgot what war. Oh, they're on the U.S. side. Hold on. I got, I got Red Tails. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've been fooling around trying to change their name for, I think, like a decade now. And uh, I'm glad to see that they're finally doing it. Oh, so. here it is. I got it. Uh, the Red Tail Squadron were America's first black military pilots and their support personnel. They are best known for their extraordinary efforts in the air, air war of World War II and for challenging the stereotypes that had kept black Americans from serving as pilots in the U.S. Armed Forces. Yay. I mean, I think that would be cool. Be cool, but like I don't know. I feel like it still should be like Americans <laughs> or American-ish, just to like you know represent the country a little bit more. I mean, that's representing the country. Yeah, I know, but it needs to be more. I don't know. Prominent because people are stupid and they don't get references. Like you want like a red, white, and blue kind of thing is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it doesn't uh, really matter what the name is. All I need is red, white, and blue. Because one, the jerseys would be fucking sick. Yep. They're like the flag people. Or, I don't know. I'm not good at coming up with names on the spot. Uh, but as long as they're taking the step to change their name, it doesn't really matter what they're changing it to. Uh, Cleveland's probably going to change their name. Or not the Browns, the uh, Indians in the MLB. They'll probably change their name soon. Yeah, I, yeah, they're definitely next. They already changed their logo, which I always thought their logo was really cool. But yeah, I mean, I like it's a classic logo. I like, I love it. But like you know, uh, social justice and all that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. Good for the good for the world. We're taking a step in the right direction. Though I don't think anyone called them the Redskins. So no one ever called them the Redskins. They always kind of said skins. Yep. So. I'm more than likely, yeah. It's just changed their name to Skins, the Washington Skins. Or Washington. The Washington Washingtons. Yeah. Oh, Washington Monuments. I mean. Huh? Huh? No. Huh? Ah, that's a good one. Mm, I'll have to think about it. Their logo can just, like, be the Washington Monument. Uh, I mean, it'll be better than the Browns logo because it's literally freaking brown. That is their no, their name. I mean, didn't they have like an elf or something? No, it's always been the brown helmet. Are you sure? Actually, it's not even brown. It's orange. Oh, hold on. Hold even though, though brown is just dark orange. Cleveland Browns. Mask. It's dog. Chumps. Brownie Elf is the sports mascot of the Ohio based football team. Wow. The elfish character has pointy ears, wears pointy tipped shoes, a belt with a big buckle, and a stocking cap, and carries a football underneath his arm. 
I don't think that's true. No, but I'm pretty sure that was their old logo, and then apparently they made a dog. Yeah, Yeah, but now it's a dog. They're the dog. I don't know. They're weird. But, uh, yeah, imagine being called the Browns and your team colors being orange. Could not be me. (laughs) All right, well, that does it for the portion of the podcast. Tune in in a couple seconds to the interview with Link and I. Should be very exciting. I'm very excited. Guys, when you get through through the rest of the podcast, comment on how I wasn't there. It makes I feel bad. (laughs) You're, you're really going to drag this on, huh? You're going to make me feel like a piece of crap. That's what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm so loved. I'm so loved. Very <laughs> All right. Well, tune in in about, you know, I'll give it five seconds for my interview with the link. See you all there. I won't. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce that we have our very first guest on the Fans United podcast. Link, how Hi. about you introduce yourself to everybody? Hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Link. It's Poppin. And now, also my real name, but, you know, I just go by Link. <laughs> we go way back. That's right. Way back. Oh, yeah, we do. Now, I don't think when was the last time we actually saw each other? Um, I would have to say that was graduation day. Yeah, that was that was a while ago. Was it? Re- I thought. Um, wait, I thought we ran into each other at Stop and Shop. I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was working. Yeah, I was what? working at Stop and Shop. Was that before? <laughs> was that before or after the world went to shit? Ah, uh, that was definitely before. I was working at Stop and Shop, like. After high school, like t- late uh, 20, 2018 into 2019. And then I started working at FedEx. But that's, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So anyways, we go way back. Haven't seen each other in a while. But yeah, it's, it's been a minute. True. But I'm very excited to have you on because we got a lot to cover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. All right, so starting off, what do you expect from Robert Pattinson as Batman? Because I know you're a very big Batman fan. You're a very big DC fan. What do you expect to see from him in the upcoming movie? So what I'm expecting to see from him, I mean, personally, I feel like Batman is always just kind of like, he's like a hard ass, right? He's got to be right about everything. But I'm personally not not expecting to uh to see what i saw from him and twilight it's just just like that like blank expression very emotionless like that's that's not what i want to see i kind of want to see him like you know you know get a little angry kind of like uh like ben affleck a little bit because he's like one of my favorite batmans right next to george clooney okay okay i like that because I know that we're going to, like, multiple sources have told us that we're going to see more of the, um, what's the word, inspector kind of Batman or, like, the yeah. the Sherlock Holmes type. Like, he's going to be investigating everything. 
like let's say I think the Riddler's supposed to be in the movie, so he's definitely gonna be chomping out the bit at that. So I think I mean, it should be exciting. It should be. Hopefully it's it's pretty good. I, I really am hoping that um that it's not disappointing. I, I hope it's as good as the Joker. I know the Joker it's not like canon with DC. It's just kind of like in its own area. But um, I, I really did enjoy the Joker, and I, I'm really kind of expecting it to, you know, be the same. Not exactly the same, but you know, like same tone of seriousness and how good it is. Yeah, because it's it's weird how they're doing it. Because this Batman movie is going to be outside the extended universe. And I thought it would be inside, but then I just realized that Ben Affleck was Batman, but like he isn't anymore. So I don't know what they're going to do with that in the DCU. Honestly, they might they might pull it out where it's just like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Robin. They might pull Robin out or some shit. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but personally, I I really do hope I do hope it's as good as the Joker. That would be insane. It would be insane. What do you think the uh, the bat car is gonna look like? Oh, that's that's really like kind of bugging me. Like, what it, what is it gonna look like? What are they gonna do for it? I actually, I actually think that um, they released a photo of it a couple weeks ago. Hold on, let me look it up really quick. Um, let's see, Batmobile. Yeah, they released a couple photos a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, Oh, that was kind of sick. It kind of looks like a, um, I'm not good with cars, but kind of like a charger. Oh, that's not, that's not awful. I mean, it it could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could be like a... A fucking um like a toy car or something like that, but I think it looks pretty cool. Can you imagine? They didn't have the budget for the car, so they just put in a Hot Wheels. This <laughs> 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 <It's> is <just> like <laughs> they cut open a Hot Wheels with some fire, so the doors move. Oh my! <laughs> oh my lord. That'd you be just really see, cool. They just cut the camera of the freaking car just doing like a backflip or some shit. It's like, what the fuck is that? It's like an old, like 2008 Lego animated Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If they do that, oh, I'd be lord. Upset. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be too upset because. I would just be like, oh, you know, it's just satire. It's you know, it's supposed to be funny, kind of like how they uh, how they did portrayed Batman in the Lego movie. We all know how I feel about the Lego movie here. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we <laughs> we know how many times we went to go see that movie. I I or first off, I I got kicked out of the movie theater like I want to say like six or seven times <laughs> while viewing the Lego movie simply because of how loud I was being. I'm very passionate about the Lego movie. <laughs> I remember that, dude. You're like, weren't you like screaming? I'm Batman dude, or I something was, like that. Every time Batman came on the screen, I would go absolutely just ballistic. And 
the like it wasn't like the parents that were having trouble with it it was like the little kids that they brought to see there like you know they brought their children and like the kids are like why is that guy screaming <laughs> this guy's weird can we leave <laughs> yeah i remember the first time i did it like i was just like oh you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be a clown i'm gonna act up a little bit and um it turned into me going back like seven or eight times and i remember one time i was being especially rowdy and like no one said anything and i was like what i was like how are these people like tolerating this it was literally one of the best times i've had <laughs> at a movie theater oh my god all right so going on with dc how should the dceu continue story-wise Story-wise, I mean, honestly, I feel like the DCU should definitely um, try to try to make a universe as great as Marvel's. I know it's like, you know, they don't like mixing and everything, but Marvel had a great universe. I'm not gonna lie, everyone loves Marvel movies. You know, you say Captain America and people's ears they shoot up like a dog. Like, you know, they're like, "What? You saying you talking shit about Captain America?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> what'd you say about the Cap? You know, everyone everyone loves the the Marvel cinematic universe, and I just I kind of feel like they should take that direction with it for uh, DC because DC they they got some cool stories. I'm not gonna lie, Blue Beetle right next to Batman, one of my favorite DCU characters. Yeah, he is a very cool character. I can't wait till we see him on the big screen eventually. But I it think just feels the, like the DC it's gonna take forever to uh the mcu i think if they keep putting out the movies that people want to see they're going to get the positive reviews like so far I... like they've been putting out um like man of steel when it started that, w- that was okay um batman versus superman didn't really like suicide squad was eh but then as soon as wonder woman came out it was like okay now they're i think they're gonna go in the right direction Wonder Woman was good. Definitely the best DCU that they put out in a while. But Birds of Prey, mm, it, 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 uh, let's just say it wasn't the greatest movie I've seen. <laughs> I could tell that the, uh, I, I was watching a, or listening to the podcast before and I just wanted to get like you guys' views on it. And yeah, like... I could definitely agree with what you guys said and how that, that they, you could definitely tell that they had a lot of fun with it while making it. But, I mean, I kind of don't want to, like, you know, watch a movie and know that, like, they had fun while making it. Like, I, you're obviously going to have fun making a movie, but, like, I was kind of expecting a little more serious tone from the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I still As opposed to, to what I got. And I regret not seeing it when it came out but i think once it if it's not on digital right now or if it might be on i might uh look at it because i need to see it asap it's not an awful movie i'm not and i'm not gonna mark it as an awful movie because it isn't it's it's you know it's got it's like you know you know typical story but it just it didn't fit like the dcu i don't like how they they did everything in it but i'm not gonna bash it and call it bad or anything because you know it's not my cup of tea 
And going along with the the DCEU continuation, like, I don't like how they did Justice League so early. I don't like that either. But I really don't like how awkward they made Batman in it. Like, ah, that shit, like, really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. I don't like how they got rid of Superman, right? And immediately after, like, they brought him back and, like, Batman was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, kind of sorry I fucking killed you. And I was like, what? What? Batman never fucking apologizes. Who, who, who wrote the script? <laughs> yeah, like, Batman's the kind of person to, like, find someone in the street who, like, I don't know, took an orange and didn't and forgot to pay for it. And then he would just literally break their fucking spine. <laughs> yeah, literally just find someone selling an AP on the corner and just like breaks his arm in seven different places. <laughs> Who's your supplier? <laughs> <laughs> or just like throw someone off the skyscraper and be like, eh, he's just sleeping. I didn't kill him. He's just, he's just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking a nap with my parents. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone there, but I did. Oh my God. But I mean, it's true. Like even in the video games, like he, he says he doesn't kill people, but I'm telling you right now, he kills 95% of the people in the games and maybe in the movies because just the way he like beats the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, um, I played the Arkham Knight, like, right when it came out, and I still kind of hop on there, like, occasionally, so that I could just, like, absolutely just beat the fuck out of people. It's ridiculous, the shit that he gets away with, like, uh, like, combat-wise, it's ridiculous. There's one scene in that game where he literally, you almost drive your car over someone's skull, trying to get information about where, where a factory is, I and mean, I'm just like, Really? Really, like you're not gonna kill anyone, but you do shit like this. <laughs> like he, if there was a freaking lemonade stand on the side of the road, he would literally take the kid by his neck and just smash it into pieces. He's like, he would be like, "Do you have a permit for this?" <laughs> I was just about to say that you, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have a permit for that. Oh my god! <laughs> While the kid's head is like mashed into the ground, Harvey Dent, can we trust him? <laughs> kid's head is in like 15 pieces oh my god batman what are you doing <laughs> can you imagine robert Pattinson just has <laughs> 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 his, has his foot on an eight-year-old head <laughs> where's the bombs <laughs> mister where's my parents i need to know where the bombs are first i don't even know who you are <laughs> I was in school. You can't lie to me. <laughs> Stop skipping class. Throws him through like Stop. three lockers and gets decapitated. <laughs> Cripples the kid. <laughs> Don't have any legs anymore. Where's your parents? I'm an orphan. <laughs> Just like me, huh? You're not getting away with it. <laughs> Beats his ass. <laughs> oh my god but oh, boy. anyways before i before i get both of us off topic because i know i will um after wonder woman in justice league came aquaman which i think was a step in the right direction i think it was really really good what they tried to do with that character in the films oh yeah i, I definitely i i like aquaman i definitely liked um 
how they chose Jason Momoa for it. Yep. I think he fits the character very well. And honestly, I feel like Aquaman in the comic book should be a little more like how Jason Momoa portrayed him. Mm-hmm. Because it was just kind of like, oh, you know, a little little bit of humor, but like badassery. I mean, you got the muscles and everything too. So it's like a whole package deal. He was like perfect role for Aquaman, in my opinion. Yeah, because in the comics, he looks like freaking Mermaid Man when he was young. Oh, my God. Evil! <laughs> he had the yellow <laughs> hair, and he, he was freaking going around with a swimsuit. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's like fucking uh, like one starfish on the nose away from really nailing that costume in the comic <laughs> books. And after Aquaman was Shazam, which was also a, a hit for DC. Yes, Shazam was actually... I really liked Shazam. I didn't expect to like Shazam as much as I did. Yeah, I also either. liked what they did at the end of Shazam. Oh my god. One of my favorites. Super fucking cool. How they the brought in Superman at the end. Yeah, there's the, I, I also like how they're, uh, they're bringing in... Fucking, what is that villainous group called? Uh... It's it's eluding me right now. Yeah, I can't remember. It either, but they are going to bring a, a villainous group uh, like the Sinister Six in, which really like I'm I'm super excited for that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? What? This is happening? And then, like, I really didn't hear much from them after that. Like, I've really just been kind of waiting for the next movie in, in line to come out. So, continuing along, um, is there anything you would change about the DCEU if you were the head <clears throat> of uh, Warner Brothers? Yes. Yes, there is. There is something I would change. I would totally get rid of Suicide Squad. Fuck Suicide Squad. All right, let's see here. Superhero movie wish list. If there is one hero or villain you want in a movie, and why? I can already guess what you're probably about to say because I believe that you said him like way before. And what is that hero? Personally, I was saying Blue Beetle because Blue Beetle's a badass. I'm not gonna lie. I really like Blue Beetle. I like his backstory. I just hope if they do make one, they don't fuck it up. I just hope they don't fuck it up because you know how they are with those things. They love to mess it up. They love to like do their own thing to fit their own fucking narratives and shit. And it kind of sucks sometimes, but sometimes it comes out all right. But I, that is the one superhero movie I would I would love to see. I think the one that I would love to see is The Martian Manhunter. I mean, That'd I think he was cool. left out of Justice League for... Um, I think he would have been a better replacement for like Cyborg or something like that because he is an OG member. So I think it would have been cool he to is. see him on uh, the big screen. But like they haven't introduced him yet. But hopefully soon we'll see him down the road. Like I said, like I said, they might they might put him in a little bit later than usual because of the way they're fucking fitting shit in. The same way Marvel did things. They did things a nice way, but they didn't really, like, follow the comics 
So that's I'm gonna have to take some brownie points off of that. But I did like how, what Marvel did, and I hope DC runs with that and takes it and does what they're gonna do with it. It was the thing with Marvel is they take their time and then they eventually push out the story that they want and make sure it, it fits and everything like that. But then Justice League and with their movies, like in DC, it kind of feels rushed. It has been kind of hit or miss. It hasn't it hasn't been the greatest. It's been hit or miss. All right, let's see here. All right, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. I don't, I don't mean to, but I, I want to hear you. All right. Voice. Top five superhero movies of all time, starting from number five. Starting from number five. Oh, that's tough. Does this does this include like animated movies as well? On it could be whatever. It could be whatever you want. It could be whatever I want. Yep. All right. Well, mm, that that's rough. Oh man. Oh, but you did put me on the spot for this one. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, I would de- five. I I would definitely have to say, um, this is like a little bit of an of an older movie, but it's still it's still up there to my top five categories. Fucking um, what is it? Yo, I just had it. I just had it. I think I know. I think I know what you're gonna say. All right, I'm gonna have to ask you to go with this one because I'm uh I'm blanking on it right now, and <laughs> I'm gonna have to use my laptop to look it up because it's on the tip of my tongue, but I just I can't remember. All right, so for my number five, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite superhero movies, and that is Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. Oh, what, what made you uh? Who made you pick Spider-Man 2? Why is that in one of your top fives? Well, I don't know why it would be in one of my top fives, but I want to hear your opinion on it. So I I think that the second movie is better than the first. I think the villain is way better. I think the storyline is way better. I, I like the action. I think the action was way, way, way better than the first. You got the train scene. You got... Doc Ock running up the building with his freaking arms, catching the uh, Aunt May, about to throw her off or whatever. I think the graphics in that movie was like way ahead of its time also. It was really nice. I did enjoy how the suit looked. Personally, I feel that um, Tobey Maguire is my favorite Spider-Man. There will never be a Spider-Man greater than him. I understand Tom Holland. He's pretty good at being Spider-Man and everything, but he is like the OG, like, oh my lord fucking Venom, when he first got Venom, right? Fucking, you know, walking down the street, dancing and shit, seeing people's <laughs> misfortunes. He's just like, fuck you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the same Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like some emo fucking dude. <laughs> yep. So, I found it, right? So here's my number five movie for superhero movies is definitely gonna have to be Watchmen. Okay. Okay. I could see that. I like Watchmen. I like I like like you know the whole concept of it. But I would have to say the one thing, the reason why I love Watchmen so much is um, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, he's fucking. 
God, absolute God. Like, just, oh my Lord. I remember there's one, there one, there was one scene that stuck out to me the most out of the entire movie. There's, um, he's like doing research and he's with a woman, but I was, I was younger. I didn't realize what was happening up until I rewatched it when I was a teenager. So he was, um, he was doing research and he was like fucking this woman. And there's like seven of him in this one room, just giving it to her. And he's just on a computer in the other room. Like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Like, just minding his business. Like, I was just like, I was like, what? Like, this motherfucker has shadow clones and shit. I was so impressed. That That is what made, in my head, Dr. Mahan, I was just like, God tier. He's he's way up there, right next to fucking uh, Nova. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, moving on to number four. Yep. I would have to say number four is Deadpool. Okay. Okay. I like I like Deadpool. The, the jokes they hit, right? They really hit. Yeah, Especially with it. me because I'm a fucking ra- I'm a raunchy guy. I love I love humor like that. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool I would have I think to... missed Ooh. my top five. I don't is it in my top I think it might be in my top ten. It just missed the top five. It's definitely one of my top five. I, I fucking I love that movie. That one scene where um he gets his hand cut off or he has to cut his hand off and he has the baby hand. Yeah. And he's like, I bet I'm going to feel so huge with this. I fucking lost it. The fucking blind lady sitting next to him. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That got me. That really got me. <laughs> like, going back to Deadpool, I think, yeah, Deadpool and Logan just fell out of my top five. Logan was good. It was a good one. I wouldn't put it in my top five. Probably like I don't know, top top fifteen, because I'm not really. I don't really get on Logan's dick like that. Like I'm not. I'm not really with it. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm being serious right now, it's a good movie. I'll give it that. It's a great movie, but I am not with it. All right. So my number four. You might find this surprising. But it's a it's a pretty 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 old movie, and he's it is the first ever Superman movie. The first Superman movie? Yep, from nineteen seventy eight. Oh my lord, that's that's a throwback. That's that's now, putting it back there. If we're being honest, I think that movie really sparked the pop culture of superhero movies. And coming from one of the most famous superheroes of all time, just putting him on the big screen was just like a win for everybody. Revolutionary, yeah, yeah, yep. definitely. Like so, we look at it now, it's kind of like, oh, this looks kind of like kind of weird, low budget and shitty. But yeah. but like now said, the sick. back then that was fucking amazing. That was like top quality. And I'm yeah. pretty sure in 10 years, we're going to look back at the movies now. And we're going to be like, we were watching this shit like it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So let's hear your number three. My number three movie. Right. <clears throat> you're going to think it's a you're going to think it's a little weird. You're going to think it's a little it's a little out there. Right. But I remember watching this movie. Uh, having this on fucking VHS, it was 
probably one of the first two or three Batman movies that I watched, but it was Batman uh, Mask of uh, Phantasm. It was an animated movie. It's from 1993. I don't know why, but like I could literally just sit there and like rewatch it and watch it away and like just keep watching it all day simply because uh, I love the animation of it. I love old animation. Animation is great. The all story's... right, I just looked it up. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, the story's all right, but it's it's really the animation that gets me. That uh, that's really just kind of like what captivated me. That's probably what started it for me and Batman. You know what? I think I do remember this now. You do? Was it was that with the um was that the Mark Hamill Joker? Um or I'm not I'm not too sure. I I think I'll, I'll look it up. It was, I feel like I remember this. It was. It was the Hark- Mark Hamill Joker. Oh, okay. So it makes it even better then. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, I know it's a weird number three, but that's, that's one of my number threes. Obviously, you might, you might know what the rest are, you know. The last I, I two. Think- I think my number three, you might, or number three and two, I think you might be a little bit mad at, but like, for oh, me, it just, it just hit different. Don't tell me that. What are they? All right. Number three, I'm going with Avengers Infinity War. How dare you? How, <laughs> how fucking dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe you. How dare I'm you? Sorry. How dare you bring up that big piece of pop culture right there? I'm telling you right now, when that movie started releasing trailers, oh my god. Like, the whole world exploded. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It did It did kind of fucking implode on itself. Everyone was just fucking creaming their jeans. They were just like, what the fuck happened to everyone? You know? Why is everybody, like, piles of shit? <laughs> Where the fuck is Thanos? Like, the fact that they just left it on the cliffhanger like that, and I th- it had more and better action than Endgame, I believe. Like, obviously not the final battle, but Infinity War was just over-the-top action. I loved every minute of it. All the characters interacted with each other perfectly. It was just great. Here's how I feel about Infinity War. I feel like they uh, they definitely put more effort into Infinity War than they did Endgame. Because Endgame, it's literally just like, oh, yeah, this is what happened a few years after everything happened. Really what Endgame was. And then there was just the last battle at the end, and that was it. Infinity War, it had it basically had you at the edge of your seat the, almost the entire time through. Like, you were just like, oh, shit. It's just like, oh, oh, they're teaming up now? Oh, shit, Spider-Man snuck on board? What? Oh, he's an Avenger now? What? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the type of shit I was expecting from Endgame, but Endgame was just it disappointed. It was just, like, really solemn and fucking sad and shit. And then they went and they fucking did my boy wrong. Fucking Captain America. Oh, oh my God. They were just like, 
he was just like, oh, you want to tell us what it was like? He was just like, nah, son, I'm not going to tell you anything because I just kind of threw away my entire fucking career being a superhero for some pussy. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, dude. He, he was slanging. and he wanted it, so... He went back in time. He's like, nah, fuck these guys. Dude, he went back in time to slang that thing. You can't, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, you can't, you can't really blame him because, like, he didn't really get his time with her. But still, I mean, like, can you think of the things that he could have done? He could have stopped 9 yeah, 11. He it... could have stopped. Captain America could have stopped 9 11, and he didn't. He wanted some pussy instead. <laughs> oh my god alright so what's your number two my number two Dark Knight Rises okay 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 I okay. fucking love the Dark Knight Rises my number one you're gonna th- you're gonna be like what the fuck you're gonna be like why is it your number one but we're talking about number two right now Dark Knight Rises I love the Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, it was the movie. It was my movie in high school. I fucking loved that shit. I watched that shit religiously. It was fun. I liked it. I definitely like how the Joker was in that movie. I feel like that was the perfect joke. Heath Ledger is the perfect Joker. There, there won't be a better Joker than Heath Ledger. He just put his whole fucking heart and soul into it. The fucking craziness aspect to it. The fucking makeup. The shit that he did, you know, the way he acted, the way he actually took those fucking punches like a champ. God tier. God tier. Dude, he, he's got an iron jaw like Tyson, I swear to God. Yo, my God. When he was like uh, slamming his head into the fucking table, I was just like, God damn, is he all right? And he just got back up and he was just like, well, it's kind of fun. You're like, yo, did that even happen? This dude's cold. <laughs> yo. Call this ice. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so my number two is Avengers Endgame. I had to put it here. Oh, we just talked about why I didn't I didn't enjoy Endgame that much. <laughs> like the, the final battle did it for me. Like it was just I it was it was nice. The one thing about the final battle, I will say this, I did not like. I did not like some parts of the final battle. I don't like how they have all the women fucking like come up and they fucking like almost gang bang Peter Parker and then fucking Captain Marvel came up to Peter Parker and fucking was like almost all sexy after doing fucking nothing when she really could have just fucking killed Thanos from the rip, right from the rip. She could have beat his ass. Not going to lie. But she came up to Peter Parker. She's like, Hey, you got something for me? <laughs> and Peter was just like, "Yeah, I do actually." This bitch is this is this uh this is dick. That's what it is. You got this this spider dangling. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! I don't only shoot webs out my hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Like, so many things happened in that battle that I look back at, and they're just like, oh, my God. Like, nothing can ever top this. Like, this is just fucking insane. Like, I was sitting in the theater, literally shitting my pants. Like, it all started with Cap with Mjolnir. Oh, my God. I fucking lost it. All right. That, I actually, everyone in the movie theater lost it, because I saw it day one, and I was just like, 
I was like, I knew it. I was like, I fucking knew it. I knew that shit. I knew he was going to get the fucking hammer. <laughs> Thor throws the yeah, little starting... one to him. He's like, no, you get the little one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So many big moments. Definitely going to set up phase four very well. Um. All right, so give me your number one. I'm dying to hear it. My number one superhero movie a movie that I cherish and will still cherish. I don't know why I cherish this movie. It's fun to me. Every time I watch this movie, I can't help but scream at the top of my lungs. I feel like you have an idea of what it is. So I'm going to let you take a guess and then I'll correct you if you get it wrong. But I'm pretty sure you're going to get it right. I, I think I do. I think I know. What do you, what do you think it is? Please tell me it's not Lego Batman. All right, it's Lego Batman. All right, boom. Oh, First try, God. baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, I knew it, dude. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking love, I love Lego Batman. I love Lego Batman because he is the cockiest Batman out of all of them. He is an amazing Batman. He's just like, oh, yeah. Especially in Lego movie. Lego movie, Batman. That's my shit. Not going to lie. We were talking about it earlier. I got kicked out of the movie theaters a few times for screaming at a Lego Batman movie. It was worth it. (laughs) It was worth around the like maybe $70 that I spent going there. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Listen, it was it was great, right? Especially ruining the movie for I don't I don't like to ruin things for other people. But the fact that they had small children made it even better. <clears throat> you're just scaring them while you're Dude, when when Lego them. Batman came on the move came on the screen, I would absolutely go fucking bonkers, dude. I would I would scream and shit. And I remember the first time I did it, I was super nervous. But there was this kid that kept looking at me. Like I would like when Lego Batman came on the screen, because I'd only done it the first time and I was just like, all right, I should chill. And then like the third time the kid looked at me and he's just like, he gave me that look. You know, you know, when you look at your dog and he's like, can you take me outside? The kid gave me the same look like, can you fucking scream? <laughs> to the roar. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That, that was what like set that change of emotion, chain of motion invent. Uh, eh. I'm getting diarrhea of the mouth. Well, that's what, uh, that's what set that in. <laughs> down and then like i came into school and i told you about it and you were like no way and i was just like i'm gonna fucking do it again (laughs) yeah let me tell you if i do it another 14 times i'm just gonna let you know just gonna casually walk in the movie theater get kicked out for screaming at lego batman every time i walk in i get i get weird looks by the people that recognize me as well like the security guard guy he gives me a weird look Especially when I go see He's like, oh, a not su- fucking kid again. When I go see a superhero movie, like when I went to go see Endgame, he gave me he was just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was like he was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> All right, so my number one is the Dark Knight. With the Heath Ledger's Joker, the best Joker the best Batman of Christian Bale. I think that this movie was so grounded. 
Like, you don't need heroes with superpowers to make it a great movie. Like, the Joker is a fucking clown. He's a prince of crime. He doesn't need powers. He'll take over the whole city if he wants. That's right. Batman. The conflict is amazing. Like, the things that Joker does in this movie, like, blow up what's-her-name in the frickin' warehouse and the boat. Fucking Harvey Dent. And the, um, the citizens. That was just heart-pounding. You got the, um, like, you don't even need a big battle either for it to be a great movie. Like You, you really don't. I would have to say... Like, it was just so good. One of my favorite scenes from that movie is when the Joker is in the hospital, right? And he goes to see Harvey Dent. And oh, he has a face mask on, right? <laughs> and, and you can obviously tell it's the Joker, but he, like, pulls the face mask down, and then Harvey Dent looks at him, and he, like, freaks the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it's a spasm. <laughs> Just thinking about it, I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like, how do you not realize? I realize that you got half your face blown off, and you're probably in some trauma right now. But um, you, I would be able to tell. I'd be like, "What the fuck is he doing here?" <laughs> and then when he blows up the hospital, he's just walking like freak, and then that last little explosion. <laughs> That's great. So great. It's fucking great. Alright, so we are now done talking about movies. So now we're going to switch over to video games. I know this is your favorite thing to do in the past time. Oh my god. Is to grind some video games. Best thing. So what what got you into video games? Like what system or just a game in general got you uh, playing? So I would have to say my earliest memory of playing a game it was a playstation 2 i'm not too sure of the year but judging by the console you'd be like oh you know early 2000s um late 90s <clears throat> but um i remember the game specifically i was i had just gotten home from school my mom had picked me up with my siblings and um my father he was just like oh i got a game this is gonna be great and the name of this game was, um, it was God of War. It was the very first God of War for the PlayStation 2. And I, rem- okay, okay. I remember vividly him getting past, like, you know, the first, first few rooms. And then he got to the first boss. And he could not figure out how the fuck to beat this boss. Right? It took him the longest time. He went out and got a fucking game journal for the fucking, like, cheat rooms and shit for this game. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Yeah, where well, you couldn't look online yet to fucking get the, the fucking manuals and shit. So yep. he gets it, right? And then, like, he, he just loses interest completely, right? So I remember one day, um, my mother, she, she's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the grocery store. You know, I'm going to leave you guys here. You guys are old enough. And I, she was just like, you guys can do whatever. So I was just like, dang. And my sister was just like, no, no, you're not. And I was just like, yes, yes, the fuck I am. So I go in there and I play it and I do something that he could not accomplish. I beat the boss, right? So at this point, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what to do. So I just get back to the same point that I was before, right? 
And then I wait for my father to get home. I wait for him to get home and fucking he gets in and I'm just like, hey, we should play the game. I want to I see you play the game. So I was just like, all right. He's like, all right, you're not fine, whatever. So he starts playing and he's just like, what the fuck happened? I did not do this. What happened? And he was just so confused. And I was just, I, it took so much convincing for me to tell him like, oh yeah, you did it. You would just, you just don't remember. You just stopped playing the game. You got bored of it or some shit. <laughs> but that was like the first time. That was like a, what really like got me into it. That's what really like kind of drove me to continue playing games. And I would have to say another game that reinforced this was um, <clears throat> it was it's an older game. It's a, it's a lot like Diablo. It's called Gauntlet and the Seven Sorrows. Oh, oh, okay. I think I heard that, that game is so much fun to me. I fucking love that game. I remember I figured out how to um, how to duplicate saves and just basically fucking duplicate items in the game. And like, I became a god <laughs> for no fucking reason. And that's basically how I've been playing games ever since. Like, I look for the easiest way to do things and. I just become Jesus Christ himself and just absolutely wreck asshole in game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, so we know that the new Xbox and PS5 are coming out uh, this holiday. Who's winning the next console wars, do you think? That's a tough one. Personally, I... I would have to wait until they come out with it because I I haven't even seen the UI for the new PS5 or the Xbox. Because the reason why Xbox One kind of fucking tanked was the the UI. The fucking navigating through fucking apps and shit. It was cancer. That shit sucks. It sucks so much. I hate that. (laughs) At PlayStation, it's literally just like, here's the line of your games at the end of it. This is where all of your games on your system are. Here's the games that you've purchased, and the store's all the way on the left. Have fun. It's it's so self-explanatory with PlayStation. But with Xbox, it's like, oh, you want to go to settings? You want to go to your internet settings? You got to open up, like, seven fucking tabs. You got to fucking kick your cat across the room, spin three times around, sacrifice to Bill Gates, <laughs> and then fucking now you got your settings. Oh, my God. I think the thing for me is what set Xbox One... That had low expectations was obviously we can all agree on this is the exclusives like xbox had very weak exclusives compared to ps4 ps4 was busting those those exclusives out facts like spider-man <clears throat> god of war last of us hold on one. Hold, let's, let's not put last of us up in there all right that's uh, uh last of us one sorry, sorry, last of us one not last that. of us two all right last of us two it's fucking poopy butthole, right? I played some of the game. I got past the part where you play as Ellie. I played a little bit as Abby, and then that was it. I was just like, this game is fucking trash. I'm done with it. The only gameplay I saw from that game was when the little kid shoots the arrow and he gets absolutely fucking laid out <laughs> by a <bullet. laughs> That happens a lot more than you would think. Oh, God. Like, he gets absolutely leveled. Like Superman punch type shit, dude. When you're playing as Abby, that's the second playable character. Um, she is basically like fucking beefed up, like fu- like a woman beefed the fuck up, right? 
And when you fight people, it is honestly more fun to fight with your fists than it is to shoot people as Abby. As Abby, you literally get in there, you fucking Hulk slam them on the ground, fucking, you know, RKO, keys the bomb and shit, and you just absolutely fucking wreck them. It's so fun. But the story is what really kind of drives it away, which really sucks because the gameplay is, is really fun. It's a pretty game, but the gameplay is, it's, uh, I mean, the story, it's, uh, it's not the greatest. All right, let's see. Uh, other than exclusives, what makes PlayStation better than Xbox? Other than exclusives, what makes PlayStation better? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly not too sure. Honestly, I would say if we got exclusives out of the way and <clears throat> everyone had the same exclusives, you know, Everyone played the same, right? Everyone was connected. No one, <clears throat> no one was left out. Probably Xbox, simply for the fact that it is easier to mod on Xbox than PlayStation. PlayStation, you have to jump through hoops if you want to fucking put some shit on your console. It fucking sucks. But Xbox is literally just like, oh, you want to modify your safe? All right, go for it. I mean, I think going back to what you said before about the navigation, like I, my brother has a PS4, as you know. So like I was he, like, you've shown me around a bit because I'm not really too keen about the PlayStation now. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to navigate the menu. Like you just click button and you're there and everything's on your screen right there. You don't have to go to like multiple pages or anything like that. It's kind of like modern i would say like it's easier to navigate i understand that that's uh that's you know to each their own with how to navigate but i fucking i i've just been on playstation since i was a kid so that's that's where i'm that's where my heart is like i, I love this system i i have friends on here from 10 10 years ago around there <laughs> Like ridiculously old friends, and like I don't really talk to a lot of them that that often. But when I do talk to them, it's like we never got out of a party. Like we were fucking talking last night, and we just pick up like that. Well, I could tell you right now that I will be seeing you on the PS Five because I'm switching. <laughs> okay, good, because it would be a shame to have you on Xbox fucking <laughs> refrigerator edition. Back. All right, so to end the show, I think we're going to do something pretty fun. All right, I like fun. I like fun. I am going to put you on the hot seat, and you're going to answer these questions as fast as you can. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I think I think the I think we're going to call it this little thing called the hot seat. The hot seat? Yeah, that was, that's a pretty good name, not going to lie. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> Question number one. What is the best video game you've ever played? Best video game I've ever played, ever, hands down, Warframe. I love that game. I have tattoos of it. End of story. Uh, worst video game you've ever played? Worst video game I've ever fucking played. 
That's a tough one because I played a lot of fucking stinkers. <laughs> I've, I've played a lot of stinkers. I would have to say one of the worst games that I've ever played would definitely have to be a... um. Uh, fuck. That's actually kind of tough. I have so many <laughs> bad experiences with games. The worst And games, we could skip it and go back to the it. The worst games that I've played. Uh, fuck. Wow. That really stumped me. I was not prepared for that one. <laughs> okay, let, we'll go back to that one. All, we'll right. Go back to that All one. right, we'll get back to it. Most underrated video game. Most underrated video game. I would have to say is definitely definitely gonna have to be fucking um Borderlands. The Borderlands series. Okay. I love the Borderlands series. I feel like it's underrated. I feel like people play it for like an hour or two and they get upset that it's cell shaded and shit and they don't really look into the fucking the story and how good the characters are and shit. One of my one of my favorite games. Most overrated video games. Call of Duty. And Ooh. Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Those are two of them. Okay. Coming from someone who has played Call of Duty and Rainbow Six religiously. I used to play those games religiously. I used to come over from school, play fucking Rainbow Six. Right. I have tons of... I, have, I think I have like 400 hours in Rainbow Six. And for Call of Duty, I used to play it all the time as a kid. I, I think I like prestige mastered in a few of the games... But um, it's it's overrated because they're literally just it's the same shit. It's the same shit just recycled. It's like oh yeah, let's just make it look different, put a different mechanic in there. Oh, and ever since they added DLCs, I feel like DLCs and battle passes have been the fucking death of these games because nothing nothing makes sense anymore. It's literally like oh yeah, we're in the middle of a fucking combat situation. You're, you look around, your teammate on the left is a fucking glitter princess and the fucking guy right next to you is shooting fucking pink bullets from his fucking bright yellow gun. Like, <laughs> like, like what? Oh my god. Alright, one last question for you. Underrated superhero movie. Underrated superhero movie. I would have to say Shazam. Shazam is really underrated. Oh, okay, okay. I see. I see that. I can see that. Shazam was really good for for what they put out. It was really good. I liked it all the way through. The jokes hit and everything. It was just a nice piece of um, a nice piece of movie. And honestly. I feel like not a lot of people watched it because it's Shazam and not a lot of people know about Shazam. Like when they, when before Shazam, like they brought out the movie when someone would say Shazam, they'd be like, Oh, you mean Captain Marvel? And they're not the same person. It's it's not the (laughs) same thing. That is true. People, a lot of people get that mixed up. But honestly, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast i really really enjoyed it i think the fans will enjoy it as well hopefully now before we go i just wanted to say make sure you follow the instagram page at fans united podcast to keep up on 
information about new episodes being released. That's right, baby. And some funny memes, because we love funny memes. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a shameless um, plug here. If you uh, if you like any of my contact uh, content, you know, don't be afraid to shout me out on uh, Instagram, at linkedelf one Yes, sir. You heard the man. That's right. All right. Do you have anything else to say oh, before we? Oh, the the out? last the the one of the most awful games I've ever played. I remember. So when I was younger, I played. I remember wanting this Duke Nukem game, right? <laughs> yeah. And I remember playing it, and it was just fucking awful. It was just god awful. I hated it. I brought it back the same day. I made my, I was just like, I was like, hey, mom, I know we were just at the game store, but I'd like to bring this game back. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> She's just like, well, you're in luck. I got to go out to the grocery store again. So come on. I was like, awesome. And then we went. And that was it. Bring back GameStop. Yeah, this game fucking. Cool. Yeah. I was just like, can I trade this for something? And they were just like, yeah, sure. Pick from the bin. I was just like, awesome. All right, well, fans, you heard it here first. Duke Nukem, not It's good. awful. All right, well, this is Zach from the Fans Night Podcast and Link. That's right. Our very first special guest. And we will see you very, very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully we get this out soon. Yes, sir. See you guys later. See you.